Two Girls, One Ghost. Two Girls, One Ghost. This episode of Two Girls, One Ghost is sponsored by Native. And we are your ghostesses. That's Corinne and I'm Sabrina. And this is an Encounters episode. Before we uh, get into stories, we did want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting us, not only just by listening and doing word of mouth and everything, but also by supporting us through Patreon. Yes, because you guys rock, and without you, we couldn't do this. So thank you. Yeah, especially this is helping us do live shows. So yeah, this and is great. also we recently got an editor and for our regular episodes, and so this has helped with that a lot as well. So to start out, we want to say thank you to our mamas and papas of the BEK. We have Carrie, Arin, and Megan. And then thank you to our Good luck, black cats. Ashley, Andy, Sarah, Tall, Caitlin, and Shannon. Now we have our overactive sagers. We have Heather, Jalisa, Stephanie, James, Bob. We had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> Trista, Dyron, Ayla, Samantha, Square Beetle, Sally, Annie, and Aaron, Dallas, Brianna, Heather, Danielle, and Lisa. And then we have our ill-gotten booty poppers. Thank you to Jenna, Amanda, Aaron, Rhiannon, Ignacio, Sarah, Molly, Laura, Bill, Kelly, Sarah, Lauren, Kim, Caitlin, Bridget, Frankie, Marina, Marina, Anthony, Anna, Christina, Morgan, Shannon, and Nani. And now we have our Devil's Hour Insomniacs. We have Christina, Andrea, Grace, Autumn, Nancy, Lauren, Lisa, Nicolette, Kayla, Donna, Jess, Luann, Bethann, Brianna, Allison, Maria, Heather, Empowerment Ensemble, Yamali, Joanna, Matthew, Brian, The Creepover Podcast, Dana, Melinda, Kylie, Zoe, Christina, Jessica, Jennifer, Gabrielle, Angela, Katie, Holly, Bailey, The Ghostly Gals, Taryn, Anna, A.M., Dawn, Kesha, Jessica, Jen, Nikki, Jenny, Corinne, Rachel, Jana, Jenna, Mary, Sarah, Stacy, Sarah, Lorraine, Noelle, Ozj, Christy Gal, Claire, Marie, Elizabeth, Madeline, Chris, Shelby, Nikki, Jess, Carmen, Jordan, Judah, Taylor, Tony, Victoria, Victor, Dweeb, Eve, April, Juliet, Laura, Rebecca, Barbara, Sarah, Kaylee, Jen, Aaron, Jennifer, Amy, Ashley, Erica, Brandon, and Emily, Amanda, Tanya, Nadia, Angel Kitty, Inaki, Liana, Jennifer, Corey, and Lane, Victor, Nikki, Betsy, Alex, Miss Meg, Amy, Dana, Janine, Robin, Sam, Sean, Harry, Lindsay, Andy, Azana Profana, Carrie, Katie, Sharon, Lorenny, Nanette, Cassifras, Carmen Lena, Lizzie, Jane, Shenanigans, C, Sydney, Melissa, Taylor, Sarah, Jordan, Heather, Sydney, Katrina, Valeria, Chelsea, Edmund, Driana, The Strange Case of Jewelry, 
Dolores, Sarah, and Joanna. And then thank you to our phantoms, Jocelyn, Carly, Jacob, Robin, Amy, Mark, Nicole, Ridiculous Podcast, Sloan, Taryn, Jim, Lassas, Melanie, Tara, Sam, Samantha, Paige, Pretty Outdoorsy, None of This Is Real Podcast, Damini, Carrie, Rebe, Carla, A Paranormal Chicks, Tomb Juice, Maya, Des, Benjamin, Sabrina, Natasha, Sarah, Lauren, Audrey, Kendall, Vic, Marky Duzoinks, Maddie, Dill, The Tater, Carrie, Ivy, Sally, Nicoletta, Friday, Daniela, Isadora, Kristen, Black Road Diaries, Courtney, Caroline, Christy, Libby, and Laura. Thank you guys. We seriously couldn't be doing what we're doing without you. Now we have an editor to make better quality. Now we have you guys helping us book live shows and get places so we can actually meet you guys, which is super, super fun. Mm -hmm. Yes. As much as it is nerve wracking, I still get really nervous thinking about it. It's so exciting, though. So with encounters, we now read your stories. Yep. Do you want to start? Should I start? I don't know. I can start. Okay, you start. Okay. This is from Nadia. Hello, I love your podcast so much. Whoa. Did I just suddenly go? That was weird. That was kind of fun. That was unintentional. (laughs) (laughs) Something's taking over. Something overtook you. Oh my God. (laughs) I love your podcast so much and it often makes my boring work schedule much more eventful and intriguing. I had a ghost story that happened to me that I thought you guys would be interested in. I was 14 years old and I was really struggling with depression at this time due to some really poor circumstances happening in my life. My parents divorced when I was six and I often would go to my mother's house every other weekend. And my mom believed that she had seen something in the basement of my grandparents' house where she had been living. The night that forced this was when she woke up in the middle of the night and she saw a figure looming over the foot of her bed. Oh my gosh. My mom knew it wasn't her parents because they were elderly and they couldn't make it down the flight of stairs. And no one else was in the house. She tried to reach over and turn on the lamp. And she saw it crawl on top of her. <gasps> and no. then she couldn't move. What? <laughs> it's the old hag. I hate it. She closed her eyes and willed it to go away. And eventually, whatever it was, left. That led her to talk to her friend, who has dealt with the paranormal before. Her friend came and cleansed the house with sage. I don't know exactly where the medium cleansed, but something ended up attaching itself to me and would follow me, and I'm pretty sure it was the same entity my mom had encountered. No, 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 no. The medium said that she could sense two spirits, one that was evil and wanted to do us harm, and the other was like a guardian angel. The medium said that the good spirit would hang around my brother and I because the evil spirit was too close to my mother. Crazy. No. I enjoyed the weekend with my mom and believed her when she told me the story. Something to me still fell off, though, and I went home to my dad's house on Sunday and I could feel something following me. I tried to ignore it and just did my schooling, and one day at school I got really sick and I didn't want to go to the after-school clubs. I decided I would just go home and sleep it off. No one else was home because my brother got out of school an hour later and my parents worked for two more hours. So I got home, I crawl into bed, and I start to fall asleep. I'm facing my wall, and clear as day, I hear a deep male voice call my name. (gasps) Terrified, I roll over to see what slash who it was, and I saw a tall figure standing by my door. (laughs) It was light enough for my snake light still being on that I could unmistakably see that it was something. There was no trick of my mind. I closed my eyes 
and I willed it to go away. All of a sudden, the dark feeling was sucked out of the room. I opened my eyes and it was gone. Weeks following, I would feel someone tucking me into bed after a really hard day or fights with my parents. Something maternal. And still to this. So nice. Remember that happened to me? I told you. Yeah. For two nights in a row when I was in like middle school or high school. Mm -hmm. Um, Something maternal. And still to this day, I believe that good spirit protected me that day and still continues to. Thank you guys for all that you do. Keep up the good work, Nadi. Um, okay, I'm very glad she ended it with something nice because everything else is really horrifying in her story. Yes, yes. She did say that she emailed again after I had responded and said that she did feel like a few more times that spirit was around, but that she always felt a sort of protection. So she never was that, you know, Ugh, nervous. That's so good. Yeah. See, that's why we're lucky People are lucky if you have a protector because otherwise who knows what could have happened and like this entity clearly was relentless and was not leaving their family alone even after the space was cleansed, you know? Yeah, it's creepy too that the dark entity got so close to the mom that the the lighter entity was like, okay, I need to protect these children just in case something yeah. happens. Oh, I'm glad it did. Wow. Right. What do you have? Okay, so this is a while back on the roads episode i have no idea what episode that was but we said we would read satan's uh, sedan that was the roads i don't know what number no 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 the most oh the hitchhiking one oh hitchhiking so we said we were going to read a story from hey mary because she had mentioned the uniondale hitchhiker oh yes so i'm going to read her email now awesome and she says a rambling email about some south african paranormal things dear ghostesses i happened to come across your podcast when i typed in ghost in the stitcher bar and i liked your name or was it fate maybe but i love your show and it also makes me feel better about scaring easily i am luckily not open to paranormal experiences but i have one little thing that happened to me once i was living with a friend's aunt i'm going to call her auntie and she was sensitive to paranormal things and she was investigating her family tree at the time that I was living there. One evening, she very nonchalantly said that she thinks her great-great-grandfather might be visiting, but it's nothing to worry about. And then moments <laughs> later, the radio turned on. Oh, God. <laughs> I believed her and acted chill about it, but was silently screaming. A few days later, I was home alone in the kitchen, and the cutlery drawer slid open by itself, but not like it was being yanked, like someone needed a fork. I was freaked out because I'm deathly scared of seeing or experiencing anything, but very calmly, I took my car keys and went to visit a friend because I think freaking out and being scared might open you up to more things. And so I only returned home when auntie let me knew, let me know that she was also home. I told auntie what happened and she said she had noticed her great, great grandfather around the house, but she will speak to him. The next morning, she said that he was in her dream and she asked him to leave and he protested, but her grandmother great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother appeared and told him to leave and he agreed nothing happened after that that i noticed probably because i have my blinders on 24 7 constant vigilance she said (laughs) casually slipping in a harry potter reference (laughs) but that's not actually why i'm writing i listened to your white lady episode and i started thinking about our most famous ghost story the ghost of uniondale and then she told us about the uniondale hitchhiker and she said but there are more paranormal things. South Africa has, has many different types of African cultures, so there are loads of superstitions and creatures. The Tokoloshi is one. Auntie, who I mentioned earlier in this increasingly long email, has a live-in maid house manager. Let's call her E. She is a Zulu or a Kosha lady who is training to be a Sangoma, which is a tribal healer. 
and a lot of weird things happened while she was being contacted by her ancestors, like birds crashing into the swimming pool, water actually splashing out on the sides, and when they went out to the pool, there was nothing in the pool, and the water was smooth. Or a gray go-away bird, which is an actual bird name, would tap on the windows of the house, and at night, E's ancestors would actually visit her, and sometimes they would visit my auntie in their dreams, and the spirits of her ancestors would be really confused that they were in auntie's dream and not E's dream. So there's a little bit of ghostly paranormal history and knowledge about South Africa. Sorry for the rambling. Keep up the good work. See you on the other side. Hey, Mary. Wow. Auntie is, I think, haunted. <laughs> but she seems like so open into it, which is probably why she gets so along well with E and why sometimes E's ancestors end up in her dreams instead of E's dreams. That's funny. I also like the auntie was like saying to her own relative, you need to go. And he was like, no. And then all the other family members came in, all the women, all the, like, moms and grandmas, and were like, no, listen, you need to listen to us. (laughs) Like, reprimanded in the afterlife still. (laughs) Yeah, I love that three strong women had to come and be like, no, 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 you're done. Move along. You're done interacting with people. Stop opening the utensil drawer and scaring, hey, Mary. Aww. (laughs) It's kind of cute, even though I know, hey, Mary, I was scared. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it. I mean, they're sweet spirits. Like, none of them are bad, which is good. Um, None of them are, like, the super sweat-inducing ghost experiences that you need intense deodorant for. Yeah. If that did happen, we would all be using Native. At Native, they create safe, simple, effective products that people use in the bathroom every day. And if you're not convinced, check out the 7,000 five-star reviews from their customer. It's made in the USA, AA. There's no animal testing and there's free shipping in return. The deodorant actually works. Native can hang with your workout, your busy mom life or 16-hour day or any of your ghostly hauntings that scare you. I've been using Native for (laughs) years. My mom found them. I can't remember how she found them, but they have been on like Today Show, Women's Health, Good Morning America. So Mm -hmm. probably through one of those. We've always been just obsessed with Native ever since. I've tried, I think, almost every single one of the scents. And they use ingredients that you know. Less is more with Native. Their products are formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc, and they're filled with ingredients found in nature like coconut oil, shea butter, which is a moisturizer and emollient, tapioca starch, which absorbs wetness. It's nice that it's aluminum-free, too, because aluminum may be linked to some serious health ramifications, including breast cancer and Alzheimer's. So it's good to find those aluminum-free deos, and this is one of them. And Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women. Plus, they release new limited-edition seasonal scents throughout the year, I actually just got coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular scent, and it's amazing. But they have lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint as well. You can, If you subscribe, you can save 17%. So you save $2 per stick and have Native conveniently delivered to your door every, you can decide, one, two, three, or four months. So for 20% off of your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code TGOG at checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code TGOG at checkout. Okay, I have another story for us. This is from Tal. Hi there, Sabrina and Corinne. My name is Tal. So I have a bunch of weird experiences from scary sleep paralysis to getting signs from my grandfather who passed away a decade ago. But one incident that seems to scare me is the frequent visions of a little girl who I used to hang out with back when I was a toddler. There was one incident when I was struggling with a fever back in 2016. I started seeing visions of a little girl with blonde hair in a floral dress. 
There would be times where I would feel little hands of someone touching me in the middle of the night, and when I would wake up, there would be no one in the room. There would also be times when I would see this little girl through the corner of my eye whenever I'm downstairs, and when I turn around, there's no one there. But last summer, I woke up pretty early in the morning to someone calling my name in distress and felt someone's hands on my shoulder. The voice sounded youthful and unrecognizable, and when I shot up from my bed, there was no one in my room. I called up for my mom thinking maybe someone was at the house to visit, but no one was home. And it wasn't until this past January that I decided to look through some old photos of me as a child. One of the photos consisted of me with a bunch of my childhood family friends. The girl sitting next to me looked, oh my god, I already have chills. The girl (laughs) sitting next to me looked exactly like the little girl that I'd seen out of the corner of my eye. Although I always just believed it was my crazy imagination making things up. When I asked my mom about the girl in the picture and where she is, she told me that that little girl died from pediatric cancer when she was about five. Once finding this out, I wondered to myself why I was always feeling her presence since I don't remember her much. Needless to say, despite the few encounters I've had, it's still scary to think that there's someone watching you that you don't even remember in the first place. Keep up with the podcast, ladies. You both are doing an amazing job, and thank you for keeping me company with your podcast while I'm abroad in Europe. Tal. I'm so curious. Like, I wonder if Tal is just a very special person to this girl or if this girl visits, like, all of her friends from her childhood because that's the, like, life she knows. Right. It's Those were her friends. She was five. She didn't have friends beyond that time obviously of her life so her the five-year-old friends her like fellow neighborhood or like preschool kindergarten buddies those are her friends and so I wonder maybe two of it was because Tal had the bad fever and she herself passed away from an illness so maybe she could feel that she was feeling like icky and was like Mm -hmm. oh no my friend doesn't feel good I haven't felt good either I'll go keep oh my company it's so crazy to be like you're constantly seeing the same girl and then to realize it was her friend. Right. Uh, It makes, yeah. I hope the little girl isn't just always bound to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. Perhaps though she's just, you know, maybe she's just not ready to fully commit to wherever you go in the afterlife or to a new life or whatever maybe it's not her time so she's just like oh i'll just go check on my friends until it's my time to do whatever the next step is yeah i wonder if also she could be like some type of guardian or like because when she woke her up the voice was distressed so like maybe she wanted to wake tall up for a specific reason you know i know it makes me wonder what was happening all right what are we ending on sabrina something very scary (laughs) Sorry. Okay, this is from Teresa, and it's called Demons Are Patient As Fuck. Hey, ladies. Good afternoon. My name is Teresa, and I absolutely love your podcast. I can always count on you guys for my daily dose of spooky tea. So to give some history, my parents got married and moved out to Sacramento, California at the age of 20 slash 21. So my mom somehow got a demon attached to her 
and later she got pregnant with me while being haunted. This is important for later. And you know, it would do normal demon things like pull her covers off, scratch her at night, call her sounding like my dad, give her horrible nightmares, paralyze her. She couldn't even walk into churches and she would faint during prayers. It was really bad from the stories I've been told. After months of having to deal with her living nightmare, one night she was having a frightening dream where she was in her bed in the middle of the forest and she couldn't move and the demon was taunting her, saying evil things to her while scratching her back from the neck all the way down. When all of a sudden, she got so mad that she sat up, faced this tall black figure with deep bright red eyes and yelled at it to leave her alone. Shortly after this, I think it realized it couldn't get to her, so it told my mom that it may not be able to get to her, but it would get to her daughter, me. Ugh. The scary thing is they didn't know my gender when it told her this. So shortly after, my parents moved out and it didn't follow her. We've lived without any demons for 20 years or so we thought. When I turned 20, I began having really, really dark thoughts at night. Multiple thoughts at the same time, not always in my voice, and I would continuously have dark images in my mind. But after a while, I just got used to it, which is what I think it wanted for me to be comfortable with its presence. The only time it wouldn't happen if I fell asleep on the phone with my boyfriend. So I just recently turned 21 and the experiences have gotten so much worse. I had sleep paralysis every night and would never fail to wake up every night at 3 a.m. to my dog barking and growling aggressively into the darkness. I've had different experiences, but girls, let me tell you, this thing had ya girl shooketh to the fucking core. <laughs> One time late in the night at 3 a.m., my boyfriend had woken up and began talking to me while I was sleeping, trying to send positive vibes my way since he knew what I was dealing with each night. He said he hopes I'm okay and that I'm not having another nightmare and that he's here always to support me. That whatever this is, he knows I can beat it and as soon as he said this, the phone hangs up. This was the night I faced the demon. Before my boyfriend started talking to me, I was awake and I was trying to sleep, thinking to myself as I usually do, but I realized that I wasn't thinking. I was talking to someone in my mind. Upon realizing this, I asked the man's voice who he is, and when he responded with Adam, I got such a rush of dread and fear unlike ever before, when like all of a sudden I got a feeling of sleepiness all over and I couldn't move again. Then I heard my boyfriend talking from what he was saying earlier about me being able to beat it, but I couldn't move and I couldn't say anything and I tried so hard to say something and I started losing hearing in the ear closest to the phone and my body went numb all over. All I could think to myself was, don't fall asleep, don't fall asleep, please don't fall asleep. When he heard me thinking this, he said to me, you're already dead, just give in and then he moved my body in the position I always fall asleep in. Oh my God. I struggled so hard to fight back, but I couldn't control my emotions. Then the phone hung up, and I shut my eyes tightly, thinking, don't look into his eyes. I was so terrified, like never before, every inch of me wanting to run away, when all of a sudden, I got so mad that I jolted up, turned around, and faced it. I looked directly at the tall, dark mass with bright red eyes and said, leave me the fuck alone. I'm not the fucking one, honey. As in, I'm not the one to mess with. I get sassy when I'm scared. <laughs> And immediately it dissipated. I know whatever it is is still in the house since my dog still barks at 3 a.m., but it doesn't mess with my sleep as much anymore. And I'm not as scared, so it has no fear to feed off of. And I'm now 21, so I can pour myself a nice glass of wine and say, I faced my demon. Oh, my literally it, faced our demons. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy to me that it waited till I was 20 slash 21 to show itself and try to make me comfortable with it being around. But sorry, boy, this is yet another generation you can't get to. 
LOL. Love you, ladies. Stay spooky and see you on the other side. Sincerely, Teresa. Okay, thank goodness that this had a good ending because, ah, my God, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's beyond just seeing something that's really scary and actually being told and, like, get hearing in your own head these awful things. Like, you're already dead. Yeah, and then, like, would you start to believe that if you can't physically move and, like, had she been... I, I mean, she's so lucky that she's so strong and like, I mean, not lucky. She is strong. So it's, she's doing it. But like for people who aren't so fortunate, I mean, that works. It works on people. Mm-hmm. I'm like very hard trying to picture how I would feel in that scenario. And I, I don't know what I would do. I think I don't know if I'd be like, I'm not the fucking one, honey. <laughs> That's way more badass than I think I would respond. I also wonder if because her mom had experienced it and like, because this entity had given the mom the warning her mom was like Teresa like you might experience this and like this is something that like her whole life she had known about and was like preparing to face you know this is like a superhero (laughs) I'd watch that yeah me too and how interesting too that they didn't know the sex of their child and yet the demon already knew what was right. she was like marked from birth yeah i don't like that uh, well you guys <sighs> if you have stories you want to send us our email is two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com we have an upcoming show in boston it's may 5th that's a sunday it's at 8 p.m cinco de mayo yeah. uh you can look on our website for the link or on our instagram and get tickets. yeah and there's there's like two different tickets one they're both general admission but then there's one that's like premium which is $50 which means VIP which means you get to meet us and hang out with us after the show so that's what that means yep um yes more to come hopefully mm -hmm. and there are many ways to support our podcast there's patreon so if you want to get a shout out everyone gets a shout out for supporting us but then there's all these other fun bonuses and tiers that you can join and get like discounts on merch or letters from our ghost stickers all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, you can also support us by reading and reviewing on iTunes. You can also go onto our website and find our merch. We've got some swag that you can rock. And then also the last thing is possibly one of the biggest things and most helpful things out there. It's to join our pyramid scheme by telling <laughs> at least two people about our podcast help us get more phantoms in our club hell yes and you can also follow us on social media hit us up talk to us we try to respond as best as we can you can also support our sponsors so for 20 percent off of your first purchase of native deodorant visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code tgog during checkout and we will see you, see you on the on other, other side, side.